Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday, October 17th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there, over 60 well-curated podcasts, a wide variety of topic areas, all approached from a biblical worldview. I would definitely encourage you to get on over there. I guarantee you'll find something to listen to. And there's a very good chance you're going to find more over there to listen to than you have time to listen to it in. I also want to continue to point you at the next to last link in our show notes. It is for the Vail Valley Baptist Church Gives In Go campaign. We are striving to rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can commence establishment of a Christian classic education-based school to provide a trustworthy alternative here within our community. So go ahead and click on the link. Pastor Jay's provided a very thorough description of what we're trying to do. And then we would ask three things of you. We'd ask you to pray for us. We'd ask you to prayerfully consider giving to us. And we'd ask you to pass the link along so that others can do the same. All right. Well, like I didn't, sorry. Well, like I had indicated over the weekend, um, wasn't able to get Bible, Bible study ready for Monday or Tuesday this week. So what we're going to do is we're just going to do our Bible reading for the day. But I have started, and I will have the Bible study stuff ready, um, so we'll pick it up, God willing, Wednesday evening, and do it through the rest of the week. So let's go ahead and open up with the third day morning prayer. It's called God, Creator, and Controller. Let's pray. Most high God, the universe with all its myriad creatures is thine, made by thy word, upheld by thy power, governed by thy will. But thou art also the Father of mercies, the God of all grace, the bestower of all comfort, the protector of the saved. Thou hast been mindful of us, hast visited us, preserved us, given us a goodly heritage, the holy scriptures, the joyful gospel, the Savior of souls. We come to thee in Jesus' name, make mention of his righteousness only, plead his obedience and sufferings, who magnified the law both in its precepts and penalty, and made it honorable. May we be justified by his blood, saved by his life, joined to his spirit. Let us take up his cross and follow him. May the agency of thy grace prepare us for thy dispensations. Make us willing that thou shouldst choose our inheritance and determine what we shall retain or lose, suffer or enjoy. If blessed with prosperity, may we be free from its snares and use, not abuse its advantages. May we patiently and cheerfully submit to those afflictions which are necessary when we are tempted to wander, hedge up our way, excite in us abhorrence of sin, wean us from the present evil world, assure us that we shall at last enter Emmanuel's land, where none is ever sick and the sun will always shine. Amen. All right. And our morning devotion, uh, the text for it is from 1 Samuel 27, 1. And David said in his heart, I shall now perish one day by the hand of Saul. The thought of David's heart at this time was a false thought, because he certainly had no ground for thinking that God's anointing him by Samuel was intended to be left as an empty and measuring act. On no one occasion had the Lord deserted, deserted his servant. He had been placed in perilous positions very often, but not one instance had occurred in which divine interposition had not delivered him. 
The trials to which he had been exposed had been varied. They had not assumed one form only, but many yet, but many yet in every case, he who sent the trial had also graciously ordained, ordained a way of escape. David could not put his finger upon any entry in his diary and say of it, here is evidence that the Lord will forsake me. For the entire tenor of his past life proved the very reverse. He should have argued from what God had done for him, that God would be his defender still. But is it not just in the same way that we doubt God's help? Is it not mistrust without a cause? Have we ever had the shadow of a reason to doubt our Father's goodness? Have not his loving kindnesses been marvelous? Has he once failed to justify our trust? Ah, no. Our God has not left us at any time. We have had dark nights, but the star of love has shone forth amid the blackness. We have been in stern conflicts, but over our head he has held aloft the shield of our defense. We have gone through many trials, but never to our detriment, always to our advantage, and the conclusion from our past experience is that he who has been with us in six troubles will not, not forsake us in the seventh. With what we have known of our faithful God proves that he will keep us to the end. Let us not then reason contrary to evidence. How can we ever be so ungenerous as to doubt our God? Lord, throw down the Jezebel of our unbelief and let the dogs devour it. All right, so our reading for today is Jeremiah 30, Jeremiah 31 through verse 26, 1 Timothy 2, Psalm 87, and Proverbs 25, verses 18 and 19. So Jeremiah 30. Hear the word of the Lord. The word which came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, Write all the words which I have spoken to you in a book, for behold, days are coming, declares Yahweh, when I will return the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah. Yahweh says, I will also cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. Now these are the words which Yahweh spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus says Yahweh, We have heard a sound of trembling, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can, sorry, if a male can give birth, why do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in childbirth? And why have all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great, there is none like it, and it is the time of Jacob's distress. But he will be saved from it, and it will be in that day, declares Yahweh of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off your neck, and will tear off your bonds, and strangers will no longer make them their slaves. But they shall be a slave to Yahweh their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares Yahweh, and do not be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar, and your seed from the land of their captivity." And Jacob will return and be and will be quiet and at ease, and no one will make him tremble. For I am with you, declares Yahweh, to save you, for I will make a complete destruction of all the nations where I have scattered you. Only I will not make a mm, make a complete destruction of you, but I will chasten you justly, and will by no means leave you unpunished. Your injury is incurable, and your wound is desperately sick. There is no one to plead your cause, no healing for your sore, no recovery for you. All your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you, for I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with the punishment of a cruel one, because your iniquity is numerous, and your sins are mighty. Why do you cry out over your injury? Your pain is incurable, because your iniquity is numerous, and your sins are mighty. I have done these things to you, therefore all who devour you will be devoured, and all your adversaries, every one of them, will go into captivity, and those who take you as spoil will be spoil, 
and all who plunder you I will give as plunder. For I will restore you to health, and I will heal you of your wounds, declares Yahweh, because they have called you a banished one, saying, It is Zion, no one is seeking her. Thus says Yahweh, Behold, I will return the fortunes of the tents of Jacob, and have compassion on his dwelling places, and the city will be rebuilt on its ruin, and the palace will sit on its just place. From then, from them will come forth thanksgiving, and the voice of those who celebrate, and I will multiply them, and they will not decrease. I will also honor them, and they will not be insignificant. Their children also will be as formerly, and their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all their oppressors, and their mighty one shall be one of them, and their ruler shall come forth from their midst, and I will bring him near, and he shall approach me. For who would dare to give his heart as security to approach me, declares Yahweh? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Behold the storm of Yahweh, wrath has gone forth, a sweeping storm. It will burst on the head of the wicked. The burning anger of Yahweh will not turn back, until he has done and until he has established the intent of his heart. In the last days you will understand this. Jeremiah 31 At that time, declares Yahweh, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says Yahweh, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel when it went to find its relief. Yahweh appeared to him from afar, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore I have drawn you with loving kindness. Again I will build you, and you will be rebuilt. O virgin of Israel, again you will take up your tambourines, and go forth to the dances of those celebrating. Again you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The planters will plant, and will enjoy them. For there will be a, for there will be a day when watchmen on the hills of Ephraim call out, Arise and let us go up to Zion, to Yahweh our God. For thus says Yahweh, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the head of the nations. Make it heard, give praise, and say, O Yahweh, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I am bringing them from the north country, and I will gather them from the remote parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the woman with child, and she who is in labor with child together. A great assembly they will return here. With weeping they will come, and by supplication I will lead them. I will make them walk by streams of waters, streams of waters, on a straight path in which they will not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of Yahweh, O nations, and declare in the coastlands far away, and say, He who dispersed Israel will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. For Yahweh has ransomed Jacob, and redeemed him from the hand of him who, has, who was stronger than he. They will come and sing for joy on the height of Zion, and they will be radiant over the goodness of Yahweh, over the grain and the new wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd, and their soul will be like a watered garden, and they will never waste away again. Then the virgin will be glad in the dance, and the young men and the old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them and give them gladness for their sorrow. I will fill the soul of the priests with richness, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, declares Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh, a voice is heard in Ramah, wailing and bitter weeping. Rachel is weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children, because they are no more. Thus says Yahweh, restrain your voice from weeping, and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares Yahweh, and they will return from the land of the enemy. And there is hope for your future, declares Yahweh, and your children will return to their own territory. I have surely heard Ephraim grieving. You have chastised me, and I was chastised, like an untrained calf. 
Cause me to return that I may return, for you are Yahweh my God. For after I turned away, I repented, and after I was instructed, I slapped my thigh. I was ashamed and also dishonored, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a delightful child? Indeed, as often as I have spoken against him, I certainly still remember him. Therefore my inmost being yearns for him. I will surely have compassion on him, declares Yahweh. Set up road marks for yourself. Place for yourself guideposts. Set your heart to the highway, the way by which you want. I'm sorry, the way by which you went. Return, O virgin of Israel. Return to these, your cities. How long will you go here and there, O faithless daughter? For Yahweh has created a new thing in the earth. A woman will encompass a man. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel. Once again they will speak this word in the land of Judah and in its cities, when I return their fortunes. Yahweh bless you, O abode of righteousness, O holy hill, and Judah and all its cities will inhabit it together, the farmer and they who go about with flocks. For I satisfy the weary soul and fill up every soul who wastes away. At this I awoke and looked, and my sleep was pleasant to me. 1 Timothy 2 First of all, then, I exhort the, the, that petitions and prayers, requests and thanksgivings be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the full knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator also between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, the witness for this proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying, as a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Therefore I want the men in every place to pray, lifting up holy hands, without wrath and dissension. Likewise I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, with modesty and self-restraint, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly clothing, but rather by means of good works, as is proper for women professing godliness. A woman must learn in quietness and all submission, but I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man, but to remain quiet. For it was Adam who was first formed, and then Eve, and it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into trespass. But she will be saved through the bearing of children, if they continue in faith and love and sanctification with self-restraint. Psalm 87 Of the sons of Korah, a psalm, a song. His foundation is in the holy mountains. Yahweh loves the gates of Zion, more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God, Selah. I shall mention Rahab and Babylon among those who know me. Behold Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This one was born there. But of Zion it shall be said, This one and that one were born in her, and the Most High himself will establish her. Yahweh will count when he registers the peoples. This one was born there, Selah. And singers just like the dancers will all say, All my springs are in you. Finally, Proverbs 25, verses 18 and 19. Like a club and a sword and a sharp arrow is a man who bears false witness against his neighbors. Like an aching tooth and a slipping foot is trust in a treacherous man in a day of distress. All right, well, that is our reading for the day. Our evening devotion is from Isaiah. The text is from Isaiah 40, verse 11. He shall gather the lambs with his arms. Our good shepherd. 
our good shepherd has in his flock a variety of experiences. Some are strong in the Lord, and others are weak in faith. But he is impartial in his care for all his sheep, and the weakest lamb is as dear to him as the most advanced of the flock. Lambs are wont to lag behind, prone to wander, and apt to grow weary. But from all the danger of these infirmities, the shepherd protects them with his arm of power. He finds newborn souls like young lambs, ready to perish. He nourishes them till life becomes vigorous. He finds weak minds ready for faint and ready to faint and die. He consoles them and renews their strength. All the little ones he gathers, for it is not the will of our heavenly Father that one of them should perish. What a quick eye he must have to see them all. What a tender heart to care for them all. What a far-reaching and potent arm to gather them all. In his lifetime on earth he was a great gatherer of the weaker sort, and now that he dwells in heaven his loving heart yearns towards the meek and contrite, the timid and feeble, the fearful and fainting here below. How gently did he gather me to himself, to his truth, to his blood, to his love, to his church. With what effectual grace did he compel me to come to himself? Since my first conversion, how frequently has he restored me from my wanderings, and once again folded me within the circle of his everlasting arm. The best of all is that he does it all himself, personally, not delegating the task of love, but condescending himself to rescue and preserve his most unworthy servant. How shall I love him enough or serve him worthily? I would fain make his name great unto the ends of the earth, but what can my feebleness do for him? Great Shepherd, add to thy mercies this one other, a heart to love thee more truly as I ought. All right, well, that is our show for the day. I thank you for spending this time for me. Again, I'm sorry that I don't have Bible study stuff ready for today, but I will have it ready for tomorrow, and God willing, we'll get back into our Bible study in John chapter 14. Let's go ahead and close out in prayer. Uh, This is the third day evening prayer. It's called Before Sleep. Let's pray. God of all sovereignty, thy greatness is unsearchable, thy name most excellent, thy glory above the heavens. Ten thousand minister to thee, ten thousand times ten thousand stand before thee. In thy awful presence we are less than nothing. We do not approach thee because we deserve thy notice, for we are sinners. Our necessities compel us, thy promises encourage us, our broken hearts incite us. The mediator draws us, thy acceptance of others moves us. Look thou upon us, and be merciful unto us. Convince us of the penalty and pollution of sin. Give us faith to believe, and believing to have life in Jesus. May we enter sorry, may we enter into his sufferings. Let us see thy hand in the instruments of our grief, rejoicing that they are from thy overruling providence. Let not our weeping hinder sowing, nor sorrow duty. While living in a world of change, let us seek the abiding city. Be with us to our journey's end, that we may glorify thee in death as in life. We bless thee for preservation, supplies, mercies, and to thee, keeper of souls, we commit all we are and have. May no evil befall us, no sickness come nigh us, no horror disturb us. May our conscience be clear, our hearts pure, our sleep sweet, and with the innumerable company who neither slumber nor rest, we join in ascribing blessing, honor, glory, and power to the Lamb upon the throne forever and ever. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I would continue to implore you to do all that you do for the glory of God. And I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. God bless. Thank you.